and we are a little bit early, but John, happy, happy birthday, birthday, brother. <laughs> He's not even paying attention to that. <laughs> yeah, I played the Scottish happy birthday, but John was zoning out and didn't even notice. So happy birthday, John. No, interestingly, when you play the music, I can't hear it. Oh, really? Yeah, we couldn't hear it in here, so I, I turned it up on this. Okay. Yeah, well, I can hear phone. it on my phone, but I turned my phone down to, to do the chat. Well, I played my traditional happy birthday bagpipe. So, uh, happy birthday, John. Thank I know you. it's this weekend, but you're on the show today. So, um, happy birthday, brother. Guys, this is Kilted Christian, episode 459, MSM Liars, birthday Thursday, Saturday. Um, we're going to have a good show tonight. We're going to talk about a lot of this world. It's going to kind of fit in what we've been talking about a little bit. So once again, welcome to Kilted Christian, episode 459. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children. All right, that was a little slack. I didn't get to say hello to anybody. So hello, everybody. How are you doing? I hope you had an absolutely beautiful day. I love you, and I thank you for joining. Um, we're going to run through everybody real quick and say hello. First off, how are you doing? Your microphone's on the way. It'll be here on Monday. You want to scream across to the mic for the moment? I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I finally got I finally got my money back. One that I already paid for that I never got, and uh, ordered one today. So it'll be here probably Monday. I so don't have to scream anymore. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Just in time for us not to be doing any shows until next week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now we'll we'll sneak one in there. I think we probably at least do Monday's show, and then or at least it may not be with the Conley because the Conley will more than likely be on the road. Yeah. Um, but we will get something in there next week, and then. We got a couple of interviews going to be lined up for the week after. Um, Gordon, you guys remember Gordon from Texas will be joining us one day. And then um, the mayor of the town that he lives in is going to be joining us the next day. So yeah. it's going to be a good conversation about what they are paying attention to, watching out for and getting prepared. And uh, Gordon's got a great story just about the Jesus walking on that mission. And, uh, you know, basically us little people need to speak to the big people about Jesus. So. Um, and as I said to him, we're the Christians. We are the big people. So uh, it's not the Nephilim. Um, so uh, MSM Liars, brother, great to see you. You as well, man. It's good to be here. I know we'll all be nice relaxing. It was a beautiful day out here today. It was beautiful. The weather was nice. Um, Conley even got a little bit of rain. I'll let him tell you about that in a moment. But yeah, it was it's pretty nice here. So as of right now, the weather forecast, a very small chance of rain on Saturday um of the event and then every day is going to be no higher than eight so it'll be more than likely down into the 70s and then a little cooler at night it feels really really good outside right now this is perfect campfire weather so Absolutely. um i know you guys are going to be happy the uh like i said at nighttime no bugs mosquitoes i don't even really see the mosquitoes out at the moment right now anyways just as annoying flies um I don't think we'll have to worry about that too much because uh, we'll have to pray them away. Pray the flies away. They'll be following wherever Pence is. The one thing you'll see are the uh, the little sweeties that go around and get in your sweet tea. Yeah, they, I call, what, what is a, a moon wolf calls them uh, imposter bees because they look like little bumblebees. They're real tiny and they look exactly like super, super tiny bumblebees. Um, yep. But they're, all they do is land on you and nothing else they're 
pretty they love, the, uh, they love sweet drinks. Uh, mimic mimic flies. That's what he calls them. Mimic flies. Not imposter bees. Look at me creating new names for these things. <laughs> <laughs> imposter bees. Conley, brother, how are you doing? I have my mic, and I'm going to talk into it this time. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny, you brat. <laughs> I'm I'm well, man. You know, like you said, we had some rain, and it and it rained some last yesterday, yesterday afternoon, but today it was just like a just like a constant rain. It wasn't hard. It wasn't stormy. It was just. I think we're gonna. God said we're gonna soak the soil, and that's what it did. And it lasted for like six hours, seven hours, and then it went away. Oh man, that's awesome! And God's gonna be doing a whole lot more than soaking the soil here soon. Oh yeah, got some pretty, you know it. Yeah, some pretty interesting things to talk about tonight. Um, I've been kind of back and forth with uh, Jeff all day, and uh, he's been pointing out some interesting things that are um right onto the times. Like like I said, prophecy unveiling, um, revelation coming to life. Uh, revelation twelve, as we were discussing um earlier, right before the show, is on is coming out. That's on the eighteenth of this month. The uh, celestial um deal that you know with uh. Mm -hmm the child in the womb of Virgo and the moon at the feet and all this other stuff, but it gets crazier and we're going to bring it to you. So, um, get into a little bit of news, uh, first before we kind of really start talking about this thing. So I came across this last night and I I've actually, this has crossed my mind before. I think that this particular video, um, jumps a little bit too far. You know, some of the things, some of the words that he uses, I don't necessarily agree with like blessings or whatever, but he's got a good point is what, do we call the words when we put letters together or spells as in witchcraft spells and then uh spell casting which is all done with words but check this video out this is pretty crazy did you know the english language is full of hidden spells when you are blessing someone you are actually saying be less and when you say hello it means hell low or in reverse it means oh hell the weak end is when you've been weakened through the weekdays you are casting spells every time you write and speak this is why we call it spelling and when we write we write in cursive Somewhere. words are vibrational frequencies which can bend reality did you know the english yes, language was, like i said some of those um i think is a little bit of a reach but he's got a really good point is it the words we use? You know, so it makes you really wonder what the curse words are because we've had this discussion many times. You know, we've played a lot of, of videos that have the F-bombs and stuff. Discussions like, well, who deemed these words to be off limits and these to be on limits? So now you got to wonder, since the people that were actually convincing us that the words we call curse words are bad, are they really spell breakers? Ooh, I think his linguistic style may have been trying to cast a spell on me i know it kind of sounded like <laughs> that so man too, like I'm like, shut up harry <laughs> i was like wow harry. but you know what he has a point and, and a lot of yeah. it is the language and words words matter words mean things and mm -hmm. um i think you know it it, it could be a leap uh, it, you would have to get into talking about and then get uh, say get into then go dig into where did those words come from how did they how did they form where did they start it were the greek the latin you know basically you know, like what you have to do with the bible but um i do think he has i think he has a point and i think there is some of that that is worked into a lot of our language and phraseology that we use and yeah. it's been very subversive 
It has. You know, there was a couple of words that he used as examples in there that I don't necessarily agree with. But the whole point, you know, is even the words, you know, you, you spell words, you know. So what is another name for casting magic is magical right. spells. Um, spell. You know, so, you know, and, and he brought he went through some pretty interesting things, you know, it's just like I'm no longer going to say hello. I'm going to be like, hiya. Or howdy, man, the Southerners, <laughs> see, the Southerners had it right, man. The Southerners are the, the Bible belts, man. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, you say howdy. Um, you know, and, the, and, the, and it, it, it ties in, or it is really good, not even a segue, it ties in with what we've talked about a lot is Greek language. Yes. Where they take away the word baby, it's a fetus, and we use a bunch of examples, and we see it. And then, like, the UN is going to start doing, they're going to start now regulating misinformation and disinformation so they're going to try to control even more of how you speak not even just what you speak. so i think it's kind of a leveled up type thing they 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 use it and use words and phrases that way very similar to like what he's talking about it does alter the the vibration and the frequency of people now it's you know exactly it's more proof that you know that there's there is frequency within everything, you know, God's mm-hmm. around us, above us, below us, all around us. Like he's, he's, I've always believed that, you know, he's within and part of everything, you know sure. what I'm saying? That, sure. You know, he knows every hair on our head that kind of falls right into that whole thing. And, and, you know, some people call, you know, when you, when you bring up the frequency and stuff like that, they jump right to new age. Um, Cause sure, I've said yeah. this before and they were like, no, 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 God's a single source know being just like us and we were created in his image yes you know but i do believe that you know because because remember god is omnipresent unlike satan who can only be in one place at one time a demon one place one time an angel one place at one time god everywhere always because he's a spirit and spirit it's like you ever seen the movie powder back in the day it was a disney movie back (laughs) in the 80s it was wasn't, wasn't that a skiing movie no, it wasn't a ski movie. It was okay. um. That's a mo- It was about this like what? this weird bald guy that Albino could guy, like yeah, yeah that could bend um metals and and he had like yeah very white face very super pale right um and he just was connected to absolutely he was connected to the source he was connected to our God and you know had the ability to move mountains basically and then at the end when he ended up dying um he just poof and kind of spread out and became part of everything again you know so it's said it's not um you know if god had wanted to come here and show us his face he would have but once again the faith is the most powerful important part he relies on that faith it's important within scripture um you know so there's a lot of questions that we do have but i i do believe like i said if god is omnipresent that he's in us around us through us you know, and I always go back once again, Star Wars analogy heading, heading in, incoming, um, where, where Yoda talks about, um, you know, the force and I always replace the word. And, you know, he says, you know, basically God is between the ocean and you between the boat and, and the bush, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then everything in between, like he's just everywhere, always, all the time. If it's been scientifically proven that there is energy and vibration within the earth, yes, even, even the ground, within trees, us. yes, and, I mean, and within us. Yeah, I mean, so, what's that? No, I was going to say, say that again, John. There's frequency and vibration in the air at all times. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
literally the air. I mean, if you break the human down, you know, to the flesh, um, you know, we're, we're water and electric, you know, electricity, you know what I'm saying? We're like electrical impulses and water, you know, that's just the, the physical aspect. So, um, like I said, definitely not getting into the whole new agey thing, but you know, I do believe in the whole frequency thing because they're using it against us right now. Well, if, 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 if it's there, if it's there in the earth, if it's there and God created the earth, God created that. Yes. Now the new agey type stuff that I think you're talking about kind of can take pivot away from God, but yeah. Cause they believe in ele- just the elements, mm-hmm. you know, not God, but fire, air, earth, water, and aether. Mm-hmm. Right. That is their God. Yeah. And then the universe. So once again, you're like, Matt says they're worshiping the creation mm-hmm. and not the, not- but the thing is yeah. though, is that, you know, if you bring all that out, the creation is still here on this earth, but we don't thank the creation. We think the creator that we have, because it's the creation we utilize, but the creator is who we work for, serve, and works through us. Yep. Well, and going back to what uh, the guy was saying about the spell casting and using words, and what you were saying about uh, the omnipresence of God, it kind of ties, and it makes me wonder about the intent behind the words you're using. Yeah. You know, as intense matter as much as the words themselves. See, and that was, if you go through and, and, you know, the comments that were in that video piece that I just played for you, because a lot of people were like, whoa, man, we're casting spells on each other all the time. And one of the people was like, well, no, because intent is a big part of it. And I will tell you that from the study of my life into magic, um, pagan, um, polytheism and so forth, is that intent is a big part of it. it. Focus intent and you know and so forth so it's not like you just uh can just willy-nilly cast a spell on somebody and expect it to work you know what i'm saying you've got to have the focus the intent and so forth which is why um they have certain shapes ritual aspects candle magic and so all those little things that they put into it because those things help you focus on the intent right that's so, why tone that's why tone matters yeah exactly that's why tone, tone matters exactly that's why um, I hate texting because there is no tone in text. Right. right? That's why I'm and, like, and I mean, a dog is really good at recognizing tone. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody's like, great dog. But if you do it in the tone that he's used to being um, well, disciplined no. in. Dude, you can, <laughs> you can tell a dog, I love you in an angry voice and they're going to cower. You can right. tell them you're a piece of crap in, in a sweet voice. And they're like, oh, <laughs> thank you. I love you. You know, so it really does come down to tone. Right. Tone and intent. Yeah. Um, so this one right here, I found last night too. This was a response. Let me go back and I'll find out what it was a response to, but the response intrigued me more than the, okay. Yeah. So it was just a, a Tori says, um, Tori says, I don't even know if I, I trust or like her. Um, I listen to what she has to say, but I do like the response to th- what she had said and the response, our comfortable lives have created generations of weak. I'm reminded of Daniel coming out of the, the lion's den. An army of leaders being forged by fire. Those who come out stronger and resolved will be the ones who lead us to victory. There's no easy path here. And I like that. I really like that. Because um, we're created strong through Christ. Christ is the strength we need. That's why we pray every night for our courage and our strength and those things that we're going to need. Because 
that strength um, is being forged in our, in our heavenly father's fire. Like our hearts are on fire right now. We're not the lukewarms. We're burning right now. We're ready to fight. And that is going to be our resolve. And we will be the ones who come through Christ, not ourselves, but through and with Christ. Um, we're going to get into some really crazy stuff here tonight that really falls into what we're watching right now in the world. And my goodness, for any of those stragglers um, out there, certainly not here watching this show, but any of the stragglers out there, guys, this is the time that we need to step up. We God is handing us artillery right now to use to wake people up because there's a point where everyone's going to look at the skies, fall on their knees and pray to God. It's coming. And God's given us so many little, um, I mean, and the great part was is he gave these prophecies to people. And the prophets wrote this stuff down in our Bible and through scripture. And now these things are coming around like 2000 years later. We discussed some of them last night um, and how history just kind of repeats itself. But prophecy on the other hand is totally different. And we're finally starting to see a lot of these prophecies unfold. So I'm going to talk about here in a little bit about some of the stuff that Jeff sent me and it's trembling what's happening right now, but it does bring up more questions. Once again, you know, who's the antichrist? who's the false prophet, you know, that kind of stuff. But we're starting to get a little, little hints as to who be, and it's going to be an interesting discussion. So first off, I want to get, before we get to that. So a lawsuit filed against the MC Nebraska medicine over trans teen breast removal surgery in 2018. So apparently they rushed this through. They didn't offer this teenager any other options, no therapy, no, um, nothing. They basically went straight to removing this girl's breasts. And now she is completely regretting it, having some major mental breakdowns, which is going to happen more and more because a lot of these kids are, you know, think about this guys, um, think about some of the stupid things that we did when we were in high school and we thought we knew it all back then. Right. But we did some stupid things. And now we look back at some of that stuff and we kind of like, oh man, you know, we don't want to think about some of the stupid things that we did. So imagine kids today making the stupid mistake of getting their unit lopped off or their breast taken away and then having to deal with that later on. Like that's, you can't suppress that one. You can't shove that down into the memory hole. Um, you know, that's going to stick ever and it's going to cause some, some major psychological issues. So what they keep saying is these trans, these kids whose parents won't allow them to turn trans are, are, are suicidal. Well, I beg to differ. The ones that have had these transitions that realize what a mistake it was for multiple reasons, either a crap, I don't want to be a girl anymore or even worse. Um, well, not even worse. It's all just as bad. But the other one is as that this isn't a one and done. Like you go into surgery and get a boob job. You don't have any upkeep to do. You know what I'm saying? This is like for the rest of your lives, you're taking all kinds of medicines and having to like stretch certain things out and push certain things. Like it's, it's an ongoing process for the rest of your lives. And it's painful. Like none of this stuff is, you know what I'm saying? So those kids ultimately going to end up um, taking their lives more and more, but this is the whole deal. They don't care. This is all part of it. They're like, hey, well, we got one way or the other. We win that these are the bad guys because we either got them to change on um, what God made them questioning God, you know, even to the point now where they're like, well, you know, God 
knew what he was doing when he made you born a girl. He also knew what he was doing when he had you transition. That's just insane. So they're, they're flipping religion around. They're infiltrating religion and, and, and pushing this out. And then you're going to have the suicides. Um, you know, that, that's for the people that, and then you've got the other people that just deal with the rest of their lives and are probably going to end up being hermits or something. So what are you guys thinking about this? Like, um, insane. I know, John, you've got some kids. Conley, you do too. Um, I bet you're thankful that your kids were are born when they were. Because um, John and I had a discussion earlier, and I remember it too, Livin does. You know, back in the day when your mom got home from work and she was like, huh, where's Joseph? She would just drive down the neighborhood and be like, oh, there's every kid's bike in the neighborhood. You know, so they would just go knock on that door. It was easy to find us. You know, we were drinking from water faucets, coming home when the lights turned on at night. I think all of us here had that same kind of lifestyle. That wonderful experience of growing up with friends. And it's gone. You know, somebody said something kind of profound the other day. He's like, you know, nobody realized that the last time they went to Blockbuster to rent a movie was the last time they were going to go to Blockbuster to rent a movie. Right. And that's kind of yeah. how I'm looking at, at the life that we had, which is way different than what we have today. As kids, as kids, you know, growing up as kids, sure do. Our kids haven't been. I tell you what. Our kids can. Our kids can have something very, very close to it. They'll have to be, you know, they're not a, because of the dangers and things like that now with, you know, being able to run up and down the street. I think some of that still happens. But uh, some of the other stuff, they can have that. We just get to, we get to unplug them, fight harder, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, it we didn't have access to like they do now obviously the internet and the phone that hurts you know if you if you if you wanted to see uh you know naked girls you had to wait for your friend to 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 get home to go into his you know go into their house to bring his dad's magazines out and you guys are run around look at all that kind of stuff right but now it's in their hand and it's at school well, no yeah like i mean as kids like we i mean everybody goes through the stage of of discovering themselves as they get a little older and you were just sure. saying the same thing as like back in the day you couldn't just hop onto the internet and find every dirty thing you ever wanted to see you know like back yeah. in the day you as a boy you were uh, you know one happy little boy when you came across the little bag that somebody chunked off in the woods or something you know what i'm saying like you know but today you can't get away with it they force it on you now you go to the library and the library books that they're giving kids you may as well just give them access to Pornhub or something. Right. Almost. They can read it in the books for sure. Oh, and they got it's a man. The catalog a... was exciting when we were kids. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and now you're looking back at the Victoria's Secret going, oh, man, I wish I never learned what the secret was. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was just, well, I don't even think of Victoria's Secret then. It was the Sears catalog. Right. Well, yeah. I find that, uh, that I'm interested to see what happens in this case that you were talking about, Duncan, for, for a couple of reasons, for one reason, um, you don't just typically in most cases, how this, how the trans, how the trans care stuff works specifically, specifically, but in most cases you don't walk into a surgeon's office and surgery. There's no. usually a medical chain of events that happens. No. Right, normally yeah, in a normal world, yes, and and 
you know how far what what state was this do you know um it did not say what state this was in and i'm assuming it's probably one of the liberal states because the way that they described it was um it says a then 16 year old teen is suing a hospital for providing her a double mastectomy which she says was fast-tracked the filing says that she may have been swept up social contagion and or unduly influenced by social media they didn't say are you sure about this why don't you take a month to think about it or anything? okay done deal we have a surgery open tomorrow and and i don't know that any surgeon is not going to do that a lot of them will you know well, if if you if if somebody says hey you need surgery they're going to book you for surgery no no exactly or like, if the surgeon says hey we need in for surgery they're going to book it oh they're going to just to make their money right now um right. you know and a lot of hospitals definitely don't have a problem doing it because they lost so much money during covid and now they see it coming back so they're trying to make as much money before covid right and they're pushing think, yeah go ahead Conley. Well, I, was, I didn't mean to interrupt you no, that's okay. I, I, you're 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 all over it right there they see another i mean they did make during covid because they were because the federal government was paying them for all the the, the number of yeah but they had the know, people they, right? but they had to lie they, they had to lie and they're lying again because they now they see a huge revenue stream so you have the initial surgery that is is covered by most insurance right, right? and i think this girl is her it's out of california there's one in texas and i think there's two other ones or there's a lot of there's a multitude of them but but they see you were just talking about it earlier they don't know the the ramifications and the physical things that have to continue to go on in perpetuity that's the revenue stream that the caregivers quote unquote see because they're going to have to continue to come in there's going to be infections there's going to be modifications and that's money mm -hmm. you know and y yes but then if they pass away if they you know for whatever reason they'll call or it the COVID. psychological uh, yeah they'll call it, call it covid but then it also goes towards the psychological chaos that they need within the populace there's going to be a percentage that aren't going to make it through that point. And now you have a, a, a group of people who are going to sadly contribute to their depopulation plans. Yeah. So it because they don't want to be in. around. Yeah. It fits in their plan one way or the other. They win mm -hmm. by making kids not want God's babies or not being able to have God's babies. And then they win if they die. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a win-win for these deep states, you know, and you know, every day I find a new reason just to just ready to hop on that battlefield for Jesus. And then I'm, then I think, man, I'm so thankful Jesus is coming back soon. And it's looking like that more and more. Cause like I said, the prophecies are just unfolding so quick. There's a point where no one's going to be able to deny it, to deny it. Um, in my opinion, it's already there, you know, just what we found the other day about a uh, relation nine 11, you know, which mm -hmm. is pretty profound how that just lined up. Um, but we've got more things we'll talk about here in a moment. Um, but you know, in the meantime, we got to deal with this other that's going on. So, so today, and don't get all excited. Um, Hunter Biden is indicted on stupid little gun charges. And all I'm seeing today was like, oh, when are they going to bring out the next Trump indictment to distract from this? And I'm like, guys, do you not realize that this is the distraction? You know, we shouldn't be happy with this. What is this? A simple gun charge. He made a couple years in prison for it. But what about the pedophilia, the trafficking, the treason? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't settle. And that's what they're doing is they're pushing out 
they're making it seem like, Hey, we are seeking justice. And it's like, no, you're not because this is how it's going to play out. He'll be found guilty. He'll get a slap on the wrist. Papa will, um, Papa will, uh, let him off of it. Be like, okay, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do off of this. No big deal. And it's over. Not even community service, Matt. No, he'll, he's going to plead he'll it get out. A, he'll get a, he'll get a pardon. Cause yeah, remember he'll, he'll, court. he'll just plead out to a lesser charge. Yeah. But then Papa will pardon him. Yeah. And he won't see, a, he won't see anything. Well, the um, other thing it does is it ties up Matt Weiss. Yeah. And it ties up Matt Weiss. Um, you know, he's the special counsel. So you have different people in the DOJ bringing this thing. And now it, um, it limits what the house can do in, as far as calling witnesses, looking into why that deal, that little, that honey of a deal was made to begin with. That's why Matt Weiss was made special counsel. Yeah. It wasn't to do investigate. He's already been shown to be a liar. Um, the whole thing is a giant cluster. It's and, a um, big distraction. And you're right. It is. Well, well, it is. And it, well, it was a cluster because they were weeping under the rug so quick and the judge caught it. And then you're right. It is a distraction and it's to mollify everybody. See, we gave the, you know, gave the, those Republicans, we let them have Biden, but then they're going to turn it and flip it. And they're going to try to go, go after Kushner. But I know they're already going to go after the Republicans who were looking for impeachment though. Oh, no, and they, they're going to they go are, after kids too. They're setting it all up. And, sure. and once again, you know, I saw, um, Antifa, one of the ones that ended up was threatening to burn down the Portland, Oregon police department ended up getting like, like 60 months, 40 to 60 months or something. And then we got people that are shaking fences that didn't enter a building on, on a, on a January 6th that are getting like 20 years. Like it's, it's just disgusting. Um, but we talked about this last night in our show and how other people, biblical back in the day. So it's nothing new under the sun. Um, but you know, we still have to deal with the, you know, and it's hard to listen to these lies. So, um, I'm playing you a little, so this is Matt Gates on CNN. Um, but listen, when Matt Gates starts uh, talking some sense, listen that what they do, they pull the same thing every time they will just lie to you and lie to you and lie to you. They will flip it and then try to bring the topic to a different place so that they're still in control of the gaslights. So listen to this. Well, look, I mean, there are a lot of members who uh, worry and Republicans who worry that by starting an impeachment to try to find evidence that you probably should have before you start the inquiry, you cheapen the process. Chris Christie said something very similar this week. Oh, well, Chris Christie, uh, gosh, I, I stopped taking advice from him when on, he was, uh, when the, he was, subs, was recommending the, Christopher Ray for jobs. But on the, yeah, but on, of on the substance, look, you want to talk about how long we've had the evidence? The FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop since 2019. So this inquiry isn't just going to be into the Bidens and the bad things they've done. It's also going to be in the cover-up. And we do have that evidence. We, I, I was deposing Tim Tebalt today. Today, I was asking questions about the role of the Foreign Interference Task Force to go and designate any derogatory information about uh, the Bidens con as foreign disinformation when that was part let me, of cover-up. Let me, let, me, let me just move on here. I'm going to reiterate to the audience because we need to be clear. There is not evidence linking President Biden to anything illegal having to do with Hunter Biden. However... Uh, I want to ask you about what Congresswoman <laughs> but Nancy Mace. How, That's a key. Wait, hold on. You did a key caveat you, let there. Let me. No, no, no. It's about 
I'm just there's no evidence linking President Biden to anything illegal that you are alleging that Hunter Biden did. Well, well, getting, getting the Ukrainian prosecutors fired, I think, Nancy was pretty May. Well, well, look, I mean, these people were literally given the ghost sign. They were all told what to say, when to say it. And did you hear how he was getting? He like said, we got video, blah, 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 blah. And there she goes off on her little like spin. So was it TSB 1776? Yeah, it's, uh, yes, TSB 1776. Okay, so TSB 1776. Um, you know, yeah, a couple, um, some months back, uh, it was actually on a Thursday, so it'll be a little easier to locate. Um, John and I did a show, and we talked about that coughing weird thing that dogs were getting. So um, I will see if I can't locate that video, and if we do, we will link it to our Kilted Christian Telegram. Other than that, if you want to take a, t- a little bit of time to go into our Celtic Christian Telegram, we actually have the video of those two people that are not only talking about what their dog had, but what they ended up giving the dog as a cure. So um, if I have a little bit of time, I'll dig through it and uh, I'll bring it back up to the front of our Celtic Christian Telegram. But if you get a little time, definitely worth it. Um, just go through go back a little bit in time into our Kilted Christian telegram. And we do have that video up in there. John, you remember that one, right? Ew. Yeah. Thursday show. Correct. Yeah. We did. Okay. Yeah, was, yeah. 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 I figured it. So that'll be a little, it'll limit me having to, rather than having to go to seven shows a week over the last couple of months, just, the thir- <laughs> right. just Thursdays. Exactly. Um, and, I, and I'm hoping that it, that it's something simple and it's not the the whatever they were having because they ended up having to take um, two yeah. different antibiotics that normally wouldn't go together that work very, very, very well together. So we will um, I will do my best to find that and then put it into our KC. Yeah. Was it Bactrel? John, do you remember by Bactryl? chance? Bactrel? I can't recall what it was. So, like I said, I will find that video one way or the other over the next couple of days to our Kilted Christian. So, check on it daily. If I ended up finding it, I'll make sure to mention it on the next show so that you can have it and find it and get that pup taken care of. We definitely love our animals. Um, but in the meantime, these guys are, this mainstream media is idiots. And that woman, they're all going to do the same thing. It doesn't matter how many facts you have. You can, Jesus. Christ and God could be sitting in the chair at CNN and telling them the facts and they're still going to be like, no, 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 there's still no proof. Like, you know, Biden could be sitting in that chair telling them happened and they would be arguing. So, um, this is just insane. The, the mainstream media is the bane to our existence. I said it before the, the biggest weapon that they've got is deception and information. And I always, too, you know, I go back and forth, like, why didn't Trump change that um, smith Moont executive order that uh, Obama put through? But then I'm like, well, maybe he left it up so that we could actually see the lies and the hypocrisy for ourselves. Um, not us, but the rest of the world that needed to see the juxtapositioning of hypocrisy. Um, then you've got this. So I apologize. This is, um, this is a, a guy that I don't necessarily... Uh, um, like his relationship status, I'll leave it at that. But he brings up a really, really good point as to who the hypocrites, the the racists, and so forth are. They try to blame the Republicans for doing so. And in this case, it's a guy who's like going after um, gays 
for being conservatives if they can't make up their own mind and and for some reason they think that uh politics is just a a, a one um a one and up deal it's like listen i only care about one thing and that's gay you know what i'm saying but believe it or not there's gay people out there that actually believe that the economy is more important and our nationality and our freedom and not going to war with other countries you know so there's more things and you know, it, it, you, you're not just defined by your sexuality, basically. I'll play this for you real quick so you can listen to this guy, and he brings out some pretty darn valuable points in here. You're gay and you're conservative. You're dumb and you suck. So Hi, Carter. This seems like it'll be a productive conversation. Let's get into it. Stop. You're so cool and quirky and different. Like, is that what you want everyone to think of you? Because no, they think you're fucking stupid. I was that strongest argument that everybody thinks we're stupid. Last time I checked, I don't derive my opinions based off of what other people think of me. There's a lot of times in history where the majority opinion is actually wrong. I also find it laughable that you're sitting here trying to say that all gay conservatives are just conservative because they want to be quirky and different. People align to different political parties because people have different experiences as an individual and that shapes what they believe in. Different opinions than my liberal counterparts on foreign policy, on economic policy, on social issues. That's what makes me conservative, not because I want to be quirky and different. But if you think I'm quirky and different, then I think that's a compliment. You have the cognitive ability to identify fucking 14. Explain to me why you want to support the people that are who and other minorities and marginalized communities. Like, that's not making sense. Make it make sense. Get yourself some goddamn IQ points and be on the right side of history. The fact that you're slinging buzzwords and insults around to try to make your point more valid, and I'll actually answer your question. You're claiming we support a party that is against marginalized communities, which is not the case at all. There are things about the Republican Party that I don't like, including being against gay marriage in their platform. Not all Republicans are against it, but the Republican Party is against it. I'll give you that. However, I don't let my sexuality blind me to the other issues our country is facing. But just because there's a few things that I disagree with in the Republican Party having to do with gay issues doesn't mean that they're against marginalized communities, and it doesn't mean that they're coming for me. I believe that good tax policy and good foreign policy benefits me just as much as it benefits my straight counterparts. And most of the time, when you guys say that a group is against a marginalized community, that's not the case at all. It just means that they hold them to the same standard that they hold anybody else, looking at everybody as individuals, not as their identity or their sexuality or the color of their skin. I, for one, agree with that. With this, it is straight up comedy that you over here think you're a champion for marginalized communities, yet you're advocating for gay people not to have representation in the Republican Party. Who do you think votes in primaries and selects candidates? It's not people that are a part of the Democratic Party, that's for sure. You don't make change in a political party by being on the other side of the aisle. You make change by being part of it and speaking up with the things that you currently disagree with, which is what I do. So thank you for your video, Carter. I much, but that must be because I lack IQ points. You know, so good for him. And I agree with a lot of what he was saying is that the Democrats, it's, it's all about identity. You know what I'm saying? We've got to check this box and this box. Like you may not be fit to be an astro scientist, but you're black. So you're hired. You know, we, we, we don't play that game. Everyone is judged equally. And, and that's just how it should be. And this guy brings up some valuable points in here. And the identity politics is 100% the Democrats. They've been like that since the very beginning. They were the slave owners. They were the ones that would be happy if they were slaves today. And they're, they well, technically, we kind of still are slaves today. Not even technically, like we are. Um, but he brings up some really good points. Is that, look, we may not agree with certain things um, about their lifestyle. Just like they don't agree with certain things in, in their political beliefs and, and the conservative movement. However, 
you know, it's not a one issue deal. Like I'm, I myself, like, I'm not going to be like, well, I mean, there's things that I don't like about the conservative party, but, um, I'm not a one issue person. I'm going to go and I'm going to lean for who's protecting my sovereignty the most, who's protecting, um, you know, our freedoms in this world, the, the, um, you know, like I said, as, as I, we realize now that the, the whole system is bunk and they're playing, all they're doing is dividing us and playing against each other. But we all need to come on that same page and realize, um, you know, it's voting for issues, not parties at this point. And we've all kind of been sucked into the whole thing. It's like, well, <laughs> I don't really like this person, but he's on the red ticket. So I'm going to vote for him. And that's gotten us Mitt Romney's and Chris Christie's and, you know, people like that. Um, I mean, we, I know that the Democrats are way more disgusting. The only difference between the Democrats and the Republicans is the Democrats don't necessarily hide their stanky corruption. They, they, they hold it like a trophy. The Republicans are just really sneaky about everything that they do. So, and real quick, um, I guess you got the information from Punky and Punky. Thank you so much. And Lily Shell, um, thank you for going back and putting that information in there. That definitely saved me a lot of time. Because I would have been going through. See, I don't even remember. I've done so many shows. I don't remember what was on what. So God bless whoever remembered that date, man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it wasn't as long ago as I thought it was. I thought it was longer ago than that. Well, I knew it was when I, I knew it had to have been um, sometime since I've been in Kentucky. Because I remember doing that from this studio. So I wouldn't have had to go back as far as I would have thought. But thank you for, for doing the legwork. Awesome. Punky, you rock. Um. So next, uh, crazy, crazy, um, storm in, in Arizona. I'm talking like trees floating down the road. The winds were like hurricane winds. Um, the rains were like insane. This looked like a, a tornado event, but it wasn't. Um, now we've got, uh, Lee, which basically just stopped being talked about completely is uh, going to be running up into the can Canadian area. Um, and then it's going to take a turn and then go in it looks like right above boston in that area so new york um martha's vineyard block island rhode island those areas are going to getting some pretty decent sized waves and surges out of this on top of some at least uh tropical storm style winds so yeah mimo um be safe praying for you um hopefully hopefully it's not as bad as uh what they had suspected it would be as far as the size of that hurricane it dies down little bit but uh definitely be safe and and in prayers for sure so next we have um blackrock has invested 429 million dollars into the chinese military that's not horrifying at all is it of course they have yeah i know it's does that surprise anybody <clears throat> i'm not surprised yeah, I'm not surprised either. I don't know when that was in Phoenix. Um, this was I, I found this one put up today. Actually, I think it was a, a week and a half ago. Yeah, it was um, was it during the time of the flooding in yeah. Las Vegas and stuff like that? Yeah, it, it was a while back. But the footage is insane. I mean, That's it's like how it is. those are monsoon rains. Yeah, it looks like a hurricane for sure. The monsoons are pretty crazy. And and Conley, were you were you aware of the whole Black Rock deal? I had heard about it, but not it just like a real quick passing thing. But um, I'm not surprised by that. And it, it was how much? The, how much money? It was four hundred and twenty nine million. Yeah, I mean, think about that. That's a that's a bunch of money. 
coming out of one company. Yeah. Four hundred twenty-nine million dollars going over. To, isn't it crazy how we're sending money to everywhere but here? And yet we're we know we have so many people coming into the country that not that take money because we, we've got to help support them and they're doing it for free. But we have our our company here giving money to basically our enemy. Yeah. Who is China and four hundred, you know, four hundred and thirty million dollars of that to the to the Chinese military. I mean, anytime you invest with a Chinese company that's based out of there or even based here in the United States, it's all part of the CCP. Yes. That all the it land is. is being purchased here. Um the land that was being purchased around the Laughlin Air Force Base that when I was down there at Texas. Um, remember I ended up uh finding connections to that billionaire um that was getting American people to purchase lamb, but the billionaire himself was connected straight to the CCP. Right. You know, so, um, and it's all about, once again, um, Bible mentions it. This is all about, um, making us hungry, pestilence, famine, all this other neat stuff, man. All, all this is, this is the war that we're dealing with right now. Well, and that's the, that's the thing is, uh, these companies aren't just American companies anymore. They're multinational companies. Yeah. So, they have no problem investing the militaries in other countries, especially if that's going to create a war situation where yeah. they can profit from both sides of the war by selling war equipment. Mm -hmm. Yep. And mass profits, they, they ever, it's always open bids on whoever wants to buy the war, war machine. No, it's exactly what it is. And, and, you know, there's people and, and they all play the game, like certain things are on our side, but they're ended up sneaking money. Um, back because BlackRock and Vanguard own pretty much everything. They're right. you, know, you know, I think uh, was it Mima says uh, this is a corporate um autocracy. Uh, and mm -hmm. it's literally what we're dealing with right now. Then you've got like um the just the straight up lies. This is how bad it's getting. So going back to 2019, Politico accused Biden of influence peddling, and Politico is the exact opposite right now, trying to say, oh, there's no such thing as, as uh, there's no such thing as influence peddling. I don't know what you're talking about. The Bidens are good. So like I said, it's the same people that were literally just in 2019 um, were telling us one thing or down here saying a completely different thing. These are the blessings and the gifts that God's giving us to show the lies and the hypocrisy. This is the kind of stuff that we need to use to wake these people up. You know what I'm saying? Because how how can you deny this kind of stuff when one company says something day completely different? And we've seen a lot of examples of this um, over and over again, and we'll see a whole lot more. Because like I said, God's given us these uh, given us these little. Um. So next, uh, yesterday we talked about the quarantine camps, and more and more people are talking about them. I don't know what the decision was. But the hearing was on nine thirteen, so that was yesterday. Um. It says. What many of us do not see in the news yesterday, fascist New York governor, um, Hochul, Hochul, uh, Hochul, whatever her name is, is still trying to push through quarantine camps in New York, even though it was ruled unconstitutional in March of this year. There was a count hearing yesterday on 913. Um, and this is bad. This is, um, there's no age limit. They can literally bring um, a two-year-old or a week-old or your grandma and your grandfather, body in between. They don't have to tell you why. It could be for Lyme disease or the common cold. So, I mean, it's not even dealing with COVID necessarily. 
and they don't even have to give you a time limit. They can keep you there indefinitely. Yeah, it is trafficking. They're, they're literally just trafficking, putting us into our, our little quarantines to shut us up. So let me tell you what they're going to be doing. They're going to be taking dissenters and putting them in these camps. That is who's going to be there. People like you, people like me, we are the ones who those camps are meant for. Not COVID, not, you know, Marburg, not Ebola, um, contemporary conservative political and patriotic thought. Yeah, exactly. It's a gulag, suspicious lily. Exactly. Um, so those of you in New York, get out. The rest of us, get ready. It's coming to your state too. Oh, and, you want to be in the Kentucky. Camp. Unless you live in Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to, they'll, they'll throw us out. Oh, no, they won't even. Yeah, we don't have to worry about it here. Our people will come together and, and arm the town. Not coming in here. Heck yeah. So, uh, no. No way, right, John? No, not a chance. Yeah, this, this state I feel is pretty safe, especially the smaller areas that you live in within <laughs> the state. Um, so then the Seattle sheriff, this is where we are today. Standing up and doing their jobs and making areas safe. Here's what the Seattle sheriff has to say. Give up your car keys to prevent getting hurt. So there's a lot of uh, car robberies and stuff like that that are going on in that area. And instead of saying, stand your ground, um, arm yourself, call the police or the police being in the area, he's like, you know what? Just give up your car keys. And you know darn well that the insurance companies, just like what they do with hurricanes, some of you guys down in Florida, Steve Cusey, you know what I'm talking about. They'll they'll basically be like, well, you've got hurricane insurance, but you don't have rain falling to the left insurance. You know, like yeah. they they nickel and dime you and you don't know what you need. So this is also what they're going to end up doing here is they're going to stop uh, having any kind of insurance for stolen vehicles, cars or anything like that because, you know, you're living in that area and you chose to. Well, heck, then why have insurance? It, well, that's the whole point. Exactly. Conley knows um, what these insurance companies do. They will do everything they can when they send their, what are, what are those guys called? Adjusters? Adjusters. Yeah. yeah the ones that, that go on your roof and fall through your roof and be like, there's no hole here. It was here before that's, I got here. That's mechanical damage. Yeah, exactly. It's just foot traffic. Hey, <laughs> I've heard that so much. It's funny, right. but that's what they'll do. Uh, and they're going to start pulling out like they're doing in Florida. They've done a long the, the coast of Texas. And it's amazing that they're still, you know, there was a reason that used to have a, back in the day, you used to have a flat uh, deductible, like you have on your, um, like you have on your vehicle. You can have a 500 or, yeah, a 500,000 deductible. You used to have that as across the board on most of the homeowner policies. But then, you know, they realized that there was a lot of hail going on. And so then they put a percentage deductible on, um, the homeowner policies and the commercial claims too, primarily the commercial claims, but they found they could, they could do that. So instead of a flat rate, because uh, on the wind and hail damage, because that happens the most. Yeah. And then they'll come up with little slide things. Well, look, if you look closer at your insurance policy, it says hail that comes from the ground, air hail, you know, like, yeah. and they, or, or it came from the West. And if you look quite there, it says that it has <laughs> to come from the East, you know, like, and they're sly like that. And then who really has the time to read, I mean, basically like a Bible of information. Yeah. When you go to it, sign insurance papers, man, you get this like. 
it's thick. And unless you're with a certain insurance company, you can look at the bottom of it. It'll say so. So that's just a standard policy that, that really isn't the language user for, for most of the insurance companies, unless you get really specific. You know, what's always interested to me is when a hurricane happens and you, 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 you fight, you see the fight going on with your insurance company. Sometimes you carry, um, you have your homeowner's policy, but then you have to carry flood insurance, mm-hmm. right? And you see the fighting the two companies of who's going to pay. Oh yeah. Was it wind, was it wind driven water or did the water rise? Exactly. See what I mean? exactly. That's exactly right. And yeah. those are the arguments that saw a it's lot like, of that during Hurricane I Ike. Don't know. I, just, I just ordered flood insurance. It's like, yes. like I don't I don't know. The water's just in my house and everything is torn to, you know, whatever. Somebody fix it. And I've seen claims last a year, year and a half, just between just because two insurance companies can't come to an agreement who's gonna pay. Yeah, my- now you can get that on auto here in Kentucky because we're a no fault state. And in no fault situations, your personal insurance is the one that usually ends up covering you. Yeah. Correct. Now happen usually in that is that they will then subrogate against the other, the at fault driver. Right. Right. But they'll get you covered and get you paid. That's what's supposed to happen. Um, more often than not. They can prove fault. Correct. Yeah. They have Correct. to be able to prove it here. Uh, citations of course help a lot here in our state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so many corrupt industries and always on the wrong side of this. Um, you know, next we've got this one. So no vax for HIV after 40 years of research, no vax for cancer more than a hundred years of research, no vax for the common cold. And yet a virus mysteriously appears. And within months, a vax is found by four separate pharmaceutical companies within one week. That's incredible. And we are all mandated to take it. I can tell you why there's probably not a vaccine for any cancers. Oh, yeah, because they make money off of that. Because they're probably causing the stupid cancers. No, yeah. because the vaccines are causing the cancers. Exactly. That's why they're, <laughs> right. That's why I was saying last night, one of the reasons that I think that they're removing, you know, like your Sudafed, your epinephrine, all these different little cold flu and allergy medicines is because that's where people are going to go to to get rid of, quote, I'm, I can't see my quote fingers, COVID. You know, which is more than likely the flu, the cold, or any of these other things. You know, right now there's a, we were talking about um, GI infections right now that are going around. And, uh, you know, as a doctor, they're automatically going to be like, it's COVID. Mm-hmm. It's right. all COVID. Oh, everything's COVID. <laughs> it's all COVID. Yeah, and that's the thing. My mother-in-law went to the, to the hospital for vomiting. She, I mean, it was straight GI, nothing respiratory at all. No congestion, no head cold, no cough, no sneeze, nothing. And... She has COVID. That's what they yeah. told her. They tested her for COVID. It was positive and she has COVID. So, you know, what's the point? Here's what's interesting. Like, why'd you even get tested? Why exactly? Why even get tested? Why? And, and I, and I hear people around me, you know, well, we need to, if they're not feeling well, we'll go get tested for COVID. Why? Okay. What, do you, what, 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 what is it? What are you going to do? Are there specific the treatments you're going to get? Are you going to give me ivermectin if I test positive for COVID? No, exactly. they're going to give you uh, they're going to give you remdesivir and a ventilator and a ventilator <laughs> and a trip to the funeral home. Yeah. And I can say it that way because that's what they did with my mom. So I can. Yeah. But that's, that's the psych man, dude, these people. Well, and, and nobody sees the missing ventilator system. You know, nobody needs 
simulator anymore for this illness. Yeah. They because didn't need it. Yeah, they didn't need it in March of 20. They didn't. But but now they're not using that anymore, right? Well, no, no um, they are. They're just using it under its other name. But they're still ventilating people normally because no, I they're haven't still, heard a lot about no, that. They, they, the ventilating stopped because, quote, COVID disappeared. Mm -hmm. um, but then but the ventilators will come back. And instead of using remdesivir, which they work the way they thought that would, they're actually oh, using remdesivir, but they're calling it a different name. The Plax COVID hmm. now? Plax, Plaxlovid, is that what it is? Plaxivid. Yeah. Plaxivid or something, yeah. Something like that. See, that's just evil too. They knew it was work they knew during the fauci knew it when they ran that when they ran the studies on ebola victims on remdesivir they saw what it was doing internally it had yeah. nothing to do with it it wasn't counteracting ebola it was what it was doing to the to the healthy to the healthy the, within the patients mostly kidney failure correct and then and then that created um that created uh the the body retaining a lot of the water which then moved back up to the lungs, coupled with whatever this stuff was that was hurting the respiratory yes. part. Declary, thank you. Declary is the is another name. Uh, mm -hmm. Robin brings that one up. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's good you didn't take it song in scripture because I think it causes kidney failure in like fifty percent of the patients that take it. It does, Correct. and they know it. But I mean, but what do they do? They just end up calling it died of COVID. Um, you know, we're gonna we're about to get back in the days of. Man falls out of plane, parachute doesn't open, died of COVID. Mm -hmm. you know? Right. We're, I mean, I mean, obviously, if you know, we we're, we're we still have people going into the hospital for a GI, and they decide to test them. That means the money's still out there. The code, yeah, the money's still out there from the government to collect that. And you know what's crazy? So then it makes you really wonder this new uptick in these new variants that are here. Are those even real? Yeah. You know, because you have, like you just said, John, you have a um, someone going into the hospital for, for GI and then they, you don't even know if the test was administered properly or if it was running properly, if it was at the right levels. And then there you go. Now we, now we, is that, is that an artificial uptick, which they don't care. It doesn't matter. There's an uptick. They're going to, they're going to use it and push it. Well, they, and they still want to sell vaccines. Yeah, but they they take these tests and they stick yeah. them under drinking water, and the drinking water comes back with COVID. You remember right. the the papaya that tested mm -hmm. positive for, and the goat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, correction from the eighty percent false positives you get from testing. No, and mm -hmm. and you won't, and they're gonna push it all over again, and it's coming like post haste. Like uh, I, I'm just praying that, that we get to Bard's Fest and Bard's Fest before they go trying to mask and lock down again. Um, doesn't matter here. I'm just saying on your ways home. Um, but then back to the rail cars, um, rail car carrying hazardous chemicals has exploded, prompting emergency evacuation west of North Platte, Nebraska. Several rail cars are caught on fire. Big, huge, um, hazardous chemical plume clouds in the air. That's going to be great for the corn too. Yes. Died of COVID. Died of COVID. <laughs> Dang, climate change is wrecking all the trains. I know. Died of COVID. And they'll be that's pulling the, that here soon. That's the next move. I, you know, listen, here's something to think about that, right? Um, something came out of the administration this past week. And I'm trying to remember exactly what it is, but I can. The basic idea is that they want to they want to limit or stop 
the transportation of oil over over rail. Mm-hmm. They only want to make that now just done by, you know, semi on the highways. So how do you really, really constrict um, a populace? And that's their ability to transport uh, goods. It's not the fact that this the plants are exploding or that, you know, these trains are derailing. Come up and say that we have just this massive rail system infrastructure problem and we're going to have to shut them down for whatever reason. They're not safe or we need to take the time and just redo all the rails all at once. That makes sense? Yeah, no, it, well, remember they were going out there conservative, not really caring one bit about um, infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And then they took the money when finally wrote it into these omnibus bills, this, you know, to keep the government open and they spent the money on what? Renaming streets. Yes. I think it, I think it goes back even further. It goes back a long ways, but I think it goes even to the, even to the Obama administration with all the money that they spent during that time for these shovel ready jobs. Yeah. That, that really, they, that they knew they found out weren't really all that shovel ready. Right. They weren't even there. And this is just the continuation of the. Of- for sure. Yeah. So they're going to run the same, they're the same playbook that way. And just like Punky was saying, pushing the green new deal and our 15 quorum, 15 minute quarantine cities. Or mm-hmm. gulags, whatever you want to call them. These just sound like better. Oh, cool. That sounds like a vacation. Yeah. A heck of a vacation. Um, I say it's, a, it's an evil genius marketing name. No, it, it, it totally is. I mean, who doesn't want to live in a smart city? You can have everything at your beck and call, basically. Better than a dumb city. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd rather just live out in the middle of nowhere, kind of like we are. I'm enjoying this, man. I, I'm like I said, you know, everything's not completely convenient, but I like this inconvenience being out here because uh, who's going to come out here? Um, right. Antifa tried to come to, uh, just by Morshead, um, down by West Liberty, and uh, the whole community gathered with their guns, <laughs> including the sheriffs. It never and, pans out well for them. Oh, either. it did not pan out well. They were there, I think, for a total of 15 minutes before they all hopped back in their buses and left. You know, this is the kind of area that, that you guys are going to be at next week, and, and it's pretty sweet. And uh, I would suggest finding places like this. Um, even if it's not here, but around, there's plenty of places. Get yourself 45 minutes, hour. I would recommend getting yourselves an hour outside of any big city. Yeah, and I'm then, too close to and here. At least 45 minutes outside of a suburb because that's where you go to next. It goes city, suburbs, and then those other people are going to be like, ah, I don't want to go out there. That's the kind of place that I want to live in. I want to live in the nothing there place that no one's going to waste their time because they don't even know what exists. I think I'm going to make a town and call it that name. Here. Where do you live? Nothing there. Yes. Nowhereville. I live in nothing, Texas. Nowhere. Exactly. I live Nowhere in Nirvana. Ville. Nirvana, Winchester, Michigan. <laughs> What's that? Winchester, Tinville. Wait, yeah, Win- Winchester, Tinville. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some Mr. Deeds right there. Deeds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hog swallow, exactly. That's perfect. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and play a couple things for you. Just getting into what we were talking about earlier. Things that Jeff sent me today. So first off, I want to remind you of the dates that Jeff told me that he was uncomfortable about. He's, he sent this to me um, before I told him about the dream that I had had. Um, 
And he said that he's just got this feeling somewhere between the 13th and the 25th, something biblical was going to happen. And he's been very adamant about that. Um, he, he mentions it like every couple of days that we speak. So today he sent me a couple other things. So first off, I ended up finding um, an actual Q drop that mentioned these dates. Of all, literally from the 13th to the 25th, the same dates that, which I was like, whoa, okay, that's pretty interesting. Because Jeff, he he's indulged in some of the Q drops back in the day, but not enough to memorize or remember this stuff. So the fact, so his dates were different than what, what I found in the Q drop. Very interesting. So check this out. I'm going to play this uh, video for you real quick. Um, these are the things I actually found today that Jeff had sent to me. I found something earlier, but he ended up sending me this video too. So I'm going to play this quick video and then I'm going to go over the other things. Okay, guys, emergency news flash. They just added Israeli peace plan between Israel and the Palestinians to the UN SDG summit this Monday, September 18th. September 18th. I'm going to play, finish playing this in a second, but there's a very important thing about September 18th. September 18th is a celestial event supposed to happen where the child is in the womb of Virgo, the moon, I believe, the feet, like, uh, what, what do you say it was? Um, Revelation 12? Revelation, yeah. Yeah, Revelation 12. So, um, interesting that this is happening on the 18th, which is the same day that that, that big um, celestial event is supposed to which I, you know, I was very skeptical of that at first because we, we thought it already happened. I thought it, yeah. It, and during that big hurricane season, that was the Harvey season where, the, where, where Mary to <coughs> the womb of Christ or, or the, or the body of Christ Corpus Christi. Yeah. You know, so that yeah, was a lot that. of weird things that took place around that time, but there was a couple of other additions to this particular event. That right. Were, that were different that with were, the uh, meteor specific specifically, but now it makes me want to go through and go back and look for this again. Yeah, exactly. And then, like I said, I've got <laughs> like, I've didn't, I've done two videos of that last one that we talked about. And then this one right here just has more things that straight up fall into that scriptural description. So I'm going to finish this video and then we'll talk about the other couple of things that are weird that line up with this. Team Summit are getting together to strengthen their commitment for seven years to the Agenda 2030 goals. Let me show you this. From the Times of Israel, Saudis co-hosting UN event aimed at revamping Israeli-Palestinian peace process. Quoting from the article, the event titled Peace Day Effort for Middle East Peace will take place on Monday and is being put on by Saudi Arabia along with the Arab League and the EU in cooperation with Egypt and Jordan, one of the diplomats said, UN Secretary Antonio Guterres will be the keynote speaker. Wow, this could be huge. We need to pay attention and consider these things. Guys, we're living in the last days. Can't disagree with them. More and more prophecy just seems to be unfolding. And then I just, like I said, when I, when I, I was like all intensely listening, like, whoa, whoa, this is a pretty big deal. Um, you know, because we've got little hints of Gog and Magog starting up. Um, we've got all these little hints. And then when he said the date, I'm okay, that's pretty huge. Um, so what else do we see? So um, Netanyahu had a meeting that has been confirmed. And I believe uh, who came to California and uh, met up with, with Elon Musk. And asked Elon if he 
would um, basically start funding Israel or start like investing is what he, what he, what he said, investing in Israel. Okay. So why would that be big? Well, Jeff brought up an interesting thought because we've all, we, I've been, you, you've known how I felt about Elon. I just never trusted the guy. And I even said at one time, like jokingly, like what if he was the antichrist? Because you remember there was a video that we saw mm-hmm. that um, I guess one of the caretakers of Musk when he was little um, came out and was saying um, that she saw him opening up portals and, and he was like basically a little demon, little demon child. I mean, I could verify the woman, but I couldn't necessarily verify what she said because I wasn't there. And, you know, some people lose their mind and become all kooky and make up some good stuff. But then, you know, he comes out with that, uh, that costume that he wore on Halloween, which was like the, the excuse me, it was the, the demonic satanic, um, armor that was literally called, um, Satan's warrior armor or something like that. So I mean, it was, it was like straight up involved with Satan had, um, goats and rams all over it you know yeah and then if you go back into scripture back into daniel it talks about these goats and the rams so that kind of gave it a little bit more significance so what would this be like if he was to be investing in israel how crazy would it be if he was investing in that third the 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 final temple being built and that was the investment that he made because that the antichrist is actually going to have an integral role in the building of that temple and like I said, I'm not, you know, saying yes, no, or anything like that. I'm just throwing out like, you know, things that, that I'm seeing in this conversation with Jeff was, was pretty deep tonight. Um, referring to that specifically. So then what is next for 20,000 arrive, um, to mark the Jewish new year under boasted security. And once again, scripture says what? It says that the um, the Jews would pilgrimage back to the Holy Lands. So, guys, take away what I've just said, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Go ahead, John. Hmm. I mean, it's a lot going on. I know. It's a lot, of, it's a lot, lot to unpack. <laughs> it's a whole lot to unpack. Yeah, it really is. Like I said, because we don't know. We don't know who who is. I've just never trusted Elon. And like I said, when I heard this investment thing, I'm like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. Did not to Jeff. I was like, what right. if he, what if he invested in building the new temple? And it would be um, a lot different than the last temple, I would say. Yeah, I would say yeah. probably technological marvel. Well, yeah, exactly. And the third, temple, remember, <laughs> is is basically when everything starts running off. So you know, so Jeff, um, his one thing that Jeff brought up was, you know, so who would be the false prophet? Because remember. The false prophet comes to the Antichrist and paves the road for the Antichrist. Um, you know, so I'm looking at the peace deals and so forth, the Abraham Accord and, and all these other little things, things that are literally setting up what the Antichrist will be running into. So I, I just, right. I can't even begin to imagine, but th- at this point, there's really no denying that we're, we're watching prophecy unfold. I guess my long-term take on it's going to be, I'm not really going to change much of what I'm doing. Yeah. No, not yeah. That's the thing though. No. And you've said it's a lot of us have said it, that until that moment where he actually rips us out of here, I'm going to continue to live and do what I can and try and find my calling in Christ. See, that's, that's our job. Yeah. That right. Is, that's, that's our focus. Like I said, is, you know, 
when the Antichrist and the and the false prophet end up showing themselves, we're not going to have any question. Well, we won't. Many people will. Right. And and if the call comes, hey, it's time to pick up a sword. Yeah, exactly. Or then yeah, I'll pick up a sword. Pick up a sword. Start praying like we've never prayed before. Right. Whatever. Which whatever the call is. Already. I think it's undeniable when that time comes. Yeah. I don't think we're going to go. Was it or wasn't it? It's going to be pretty defined, pretty clear. Yeah, and and I agree on some scriptures that the Pope is involved somehow as well. Um, I, I you know to me. The Pope at this point is a little too obvious, you know what I'm saying, to be either the Antichrist or the, or the false prophet, but he's certainly in there, you know, either grooming, raising, or having something that, um, but I, I just know that I don't trust, uh, I don't trust Elon. Um, I, I love the Jewish people and the Israel, um, and Israel as a whole. I don't like the Zionists or the, what are the, the evil elite that are pretending to be the ones that, that scripture talked about, you know, you'd have a time where they were claiming to be. Um, and we're seeing that be exposed more and more and more. And that's when you start getting called anti-Semitic and stuff like that, when you're not hateful to anybody whatsoever. Um, and but, we talked about that last week. I mean, it, it's hard to trust any of them. I don't yeah. trust any of them because I, I haven't had a repeated honorable of happen to where I can verify that they're trustworthy enough for my trust. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing is that, you know, just like I was, I was talking, you know, cause when I, we live and I had a conversation about this earlier and, you know, the one thing that I said to her is that's why I don't trust any man. I trust you guys, but I'm saying like anyone who's running our office, that's right. a billionaire that has any kind of influence because you don't. <clears throat> and I hate to say, because I love Mike Lindell, that man's got loads and loads of money. And he he's does. gotten to be pretty successful. And it's really hard for me. The world that I know will squash you like a wordum <laughs> in a heartbeat um, for these people, you know, to trust anyone that gets successful in this and, world. And somebody yeah. asked me about Lindell the other day and I couldn't, I couldn't give them a vacation of trust. Like I, that's, oh, I don't, not because I don't, not because I think he's dishonorable, but because I haven't seen enough personable, honorable things done to where I can say, yes, he's trustworthy. That's why I trust you guys, because I can see repeated honorable things in, in your lives and you guys being faithful and honorable to those things. And I can see that repeatedly. Therefore, I trust you guys. I know I, I know if I have a question, I can come to you and ask you a question. Yeah, and, and we'll be honest about it, you know, because like I said, it's, it's like I said, I trust Christ. I trust all of you because you guys are with us and we're all in this battle together. I see the fruits that you bear, um, you know, but, but then, you know, I, I same thing when it comes down to Trump, down to Lindell, when it comes down to Mike Flynn, when it comes to anyone who has had major great success, that's wealthy and so forth. I question how they made it. How did you work? Like even Tom McDonald, the, the rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, anyone that's like, that. yeah, see, and that was the thing thing with, uh, with that Oliver guy, yeah. the singer that, that popped up all of a sudden, mm -hmm. they got real popular. Like, I mean, I hate that I'm, I've, I hate that I've become pretty jaded. Um, but my first right. thought is, okay, he got really popular really quick. You know what I'm saying? So that's where my brain goes right now. And I, I don't think that's unhealthy skepticism at this, at this point. Yeah. 
I just don't. I don't see that as being unhealthy skepticism. No, you know, because sometimes when you're skeptical and cynical of everything, no, it it it, it could be. You have to be skeptical at this point. And, <laughs> right. and I'll be I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, if for some reason I became a billionaire overnight, I would I would expect you guys to be curious about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't hold it against anyone because I know how this world is. And I'll be like, I bet this does look pretty sketchy. So I'm going to have to bear a whole lot of fruits right now to show people like who I truly am. Um, you know, and I would expect that to be anyone who is in a position of power right now is to basically look at that same thing. It's like, um, same thing with white, with Q. I'll go back to the whole Q thing is, um, I bet the people, if Q was legit, a white hat operation, good people on our side. I bet they have more respect for the people right now that are questioning you than the people that are just falling in line like a bunch of sheep. And they should. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, like you said, like you said last week, it's it was supposed to be question everything. That was part of the narrative that they pushed. Yeah. That doesn't mean question everything except for what we're saying. <laughs> it means question everything. Like literally. Absolutely. And you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and, and the way I look at it too, is if I was to be like, you know, question, for instance, Mike Lindell and Mike Lindell found out when he, and he got mad, like to me, that would dictate where that would, that would show me what we need to know right then and there, because right. any righteous person who is truly righteous, who truly walks that path with God would be like, no, I understand your skepticism because right. I know scripture and I know Christ why you are skeptical about me um right you know uh elon's done nothing but deceive you know what i'm saying there's people out there that are worshiping that guy right now thinking that him buying twitter was the greatest thing that ever happened he's come to give us free speech again not. he he the algorithms have gotten worse he goes and hires a communist to come in and and basically be our uh our ministry of truth or deception um the the truth's not getting out there he's just giving you exactly he's taking names exactly right. ps Forian. um he's taking names and you know he's keeping that list and like i said he's going to hand it over to someone in the cia or one of his like uh handing it over to some of his elites that, that we don't even know about but the liberty saved times <clears throat> a thousand yes you know because we are, we live in the age of deception right now. And it's deception. I always keep saying that over and over again, is it's not the deception. It's not the, the kind of deception. It's the great deception, which means that even people that have true faith um, will question. And that's the key. That's why we lean on God. That's why we pray as much as we possibly can. That's why we need to remain optimistically cautious about absolutely everything and never put your eggs in a man basket. Because like I said, what happens like well, when I go out and vote, if we have a 24 election, will I vote for Trump? Yes, I will. Um, will I trust Trump a hundred percent? Absolutely not. Because um, like I said, as we may have the two enemies that are fighting one another right now, and I'm always down with one enemy wiping out the other enemy. Cause like I said before, we only have one enemy to fight at that point. 
Um, and I'm not going to not be part of what's going on, but I will definitely be cautious about every step because the next step that comes around, um, could be, like I said, the great deception, the savior comes along and there's only one savior, Jesus, but the, the man savior comes along. He gives you what you think you want. No different than when our economy collapses, which is intimate. It's coming. It's happening soon. I can promise you that. Um, what's going to happen is everyone's going to be so, um, not, they're going to be prepared. They're going to be begging for a solution. And then the government's going to come in Trump, who knows, and be like, look, we've got a solution. It's a central banking system. And everybody's like, Oh, so glad you came in and saved the day. And they're going to end up looking like a savior. But you got to remember, right. there's going to be a, a time of peace before all hell breaks loose. You know, it, the, the illusion, an illusion of peace, I should say. Right. And uh, this conversation that I was just talking about just a moment ago with the Israel peace deal, the feast of 2023, which takes place on the 18th of September during that celestial event, pretty big deal. And then I have to go back and ask myself, you know, where did this begin? It began with Trump's uh, um, Abraham Accord. Right. Conley, I'm yeah, going to bring you a... back in here, brother. I know you've been kind of quiet. You just listening? Oh, no, no, I'm just listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I think, you know, it's one thing to have uh, discernment. It's another thing to just completely dismiss everything and throw your hands up in the air. Yeah. You know, that's 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 the, um, the thing you need to, we all need to guard against. Because then you just become apathetic and now you're bump on the log and you're useless. Yeah. Literally just useless. You can say, I'm, I, I don't trust anything, you know, but that's just, now you're being lazy. Um, and that's, what's got us here to, in, in, <laughs> in this place to begin with in, in a lot of, in a lot of ways, I'm kind of, you know, I don't, I'm on board with you with Elon. He's, he's just too loose. His ulterior motives. And I think he plays the wind, you know, um, whichever way it's kind of blowing, he'll go. Yeah. And right now it was, uh, he had a lot of support for, uh, buying Twitter because people, you know, it's amazing the majority of the people seeing what they wanted it to be. So that tells you that there are, you, you, you had, you had billions, millions, tens of millions of people pushing for him to buy it because they didn't like the way that it was. You have the, the minority who project power be in, in their minority in the left upset because he bought it. So that tells you everything right there. Yeah. Now what he does with it is completely, you know, kind of unknown, but you kind of pointed some things out and who he hired. She's a weft chick. Um, so, and, and we know that he has an old, uh, a, a larger plan to move everything under the banner of X. That's the company that he yeah, created. Everything that he has, yes. Yeah, and so he'll want to make business deals all over the world that he can. And uh, it is interesting that he's making it in Israel. This administration is is obviously kicking Netanyahu to the curb with purpose. But um, man, there's some there's something there's something brewing. There's something. There's something brewing because they, there's just too many of us. There's too many of us. Yeah. We're, 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 we're actually in power because of our numbers. And that is a big old thing that they don't like. And so 
create disruption so that we don't have an election, create a war um, to not hold an election. Very similar to what we saw with Zelensky doing in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and we do have that here. Um, they, they can put that into effect. But um, man, uh, I'm not I'm not on board with Elon. I, th- I think he's got bigger plans. No, I, I part of it. I agree. I mean, he's at least like a mediator for for bad stuff. Sure is or, because I mean he's he, you know he's on the spectrum or he's an opportunist. You know what I'm saying? He'll he's a he he'd be like a mercenary. I think, and I think that's one of the worst. Those are the most dangerous kind of people who have no allegiances and they have no, they have no loyalties except to themselves. Um, he, you know, he he pushes a lot of conservative and you know accounts on Twitter. Um, he's willing to fight Mark Zuckerberg. You know, there's just some there's just something adolescent about some of this stuff that just doesn't sound very well. No, you're, you're right. And, you know, and I don't have these conversations to direct anybody one way or the other. That's not what these are about. These are just open discussions. Like the only thing I'm ever going to try to convince you guys of when you guys are already on that same page is Christ is your savior. Get right with God. Start reading scripture, pray and and serve Christ. Like that's that's one thing that I'll be adamant about on the show. Everything else is a discussion because I don't know. None of us do. Um, you know, but we do need to at least be aware of what's happening right now because our mission right now is to inform people, to help wake people up and to help people find that narrow path and that that uh, relationship with God. And just like I said, is taking some of this information, the juxtaposed hypocrisies, all of those things that they're hand-delivering us right now is stuff. It's a valuable tool that God is giving us because it's one to show them one side of information, but it's another thing to show what somebody's saying now and what somebody was years, three years ago. Um, you put these things side by side and what happens? People can't argue with it. Um, and that's one thing that's happening now with prophetic or with prophecy and scripture revelation and things like that is that these things were called and prophesied 2000 plus years ago. And I'm not even talking about the new age prophets, the new prophets today that some of them have some interesting things to say and they've been right. I'm talking about the stuff that's been in that book for 2000 plus years that you can show them now. And then they're like, whoa, yeah, I, you're right. That is happening. Like I said, my, after these conversations that I had with Jeff, um, there's a couple of things that he mentioned and then the whole Musk meeting with Netanyahu. And then the last thing he sent was the 20,000 pilgrims arrived you know for the jewish new year and i was like whoa because it does say that it doesn't say that um that the jews were going to be in israel already it basically says that the what the, the tribes would pilgrimage back to the holy land and you can't mm-hmm. pilgrimage back to a place that you already are true true this isn't the first time that that's happened yeah and i'm not talking about 1948 i'm talking um shoot where there was actually a call out and this may have been 10 years ago you know where um i can't remember who was prime minister then but actually called for the jews to come back to the to the country you know oh yeah so it it could be something but the timing the timing seems more close yeah exactly and then you've got like the little hints because you know jeff and i've been talking about gog and magog um, you know, which is kind of the, you know, Turkey, Russia, you know, all the stuff that's taking place right over directly in that area. 
Um, mm-hmm. you know, we've got like a another beef up right now. Um, of uh, between China and Taiwan, um, you know, investors and so forth. Uh, you know, that's about to get nastier. And there was a problem to find that video that uh, Lemon sent to me earlier, which had a uh, the prophet. You you know where that one is? The guy that was prophesizing. That would be down, huh? Yeah. You know, we had it. We gave Iran another six billion dollars of not the mullah's money back to them, and and DHS just came with their with their terrorism and uh, threats. Their threat report uh-huh. today. You know, they know that Iran's already said that they're still going to continue to attack people. Oh yeah, of course. The money to do it. Now we just gave them what six billion dollars on top of a bunch of their big guys back and. It's not like we we traded them the equivalent of like special forces and like colonels and generals for um, enlisters. Yeah, well, you know, so uh, I don't even know who these people were that we got back. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed. I feel blessed that we Glad got some back. of our Americans back. You know, but like you don't negotiate with terrorists. It's it's against our our constitutional laws. And on top of that, you know, at least get a fair deal. Well, well are, they, are they each worth a billion dollars? I don't I don't trust our government to the point of them making people up specifically to trade fake people for these people that they're releasing. Uh, you know, there's that too. <laughs> so, I don't think that's throwing your hands. I don't think that's a throw and not believe in anything. I think that's actually, you know, healthy skepticism. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Given the current environment that we're living in, <laughs> you know, there's no putting anything. That's the sad thing. No putting anything past these these folks. No, they're right. I mean, when it comes to deceit. Well, that's why I yes. joke. That's why I joke all the time. It's like zombies, aliens. Um, none of this stuff is off the list of what they're trying to do. You know, and Jeff's always saying too about the alien is they're going to bring this alien thing in ways that contradict scripture because it's not mentioned directly in scripture. So these could be demons. And everybody's mm. that's what some of the hearts are going to turn away. They'll be like, Oh, the Bible doesn't say anything about aliens and aliens exist. Okay. Well, I guess God doesn't exist. This is the deception they're going to be going into. Right. So, right. um, before we go to prayer and in the show, I know we got a little bit more time. I'm going to play a little bit of music after we, um, you know, pray tonight, but, uh, I'm going to play this little clip that living had found earlier. And I hope that the sound comes through. Okay. But it's called end time prophecy. Um, severe judgment coming to the U.S. Earthquake will strike Capitol Hill, Washington Monument, National Cathedral, and White House. And the reason, I wasn't even going to play this today, but I actually came across something else at a completely different place. A person who had a vision that was based the same thing as this right here. So that kind of got my attention a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, go ahead, John. Before you play that, um, Dutch... Dutch Sense put a post out this morning and they shut down all his YouTube comments and shut down his ability to comment on other YouTube channels completely. Wow. Really? So why would they shut Dutch down all of a sudden? Yeah. I don't know. And then um, Jeff sent me another video that was like three hours long that was kind of going over a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the la- first thing he said is you need to watch this soon because this will be pulled down. Yeah, yeah they're starting to do that. Yeah, and this was... um. What do you call them? Brother works. Yeah. Brother yeah. Works. Brother works. Yeah. So let me play this. This is a minute and 30 seconds and then we'll get a conversation about this and then we'll do a pray. 
tem um severo julgamento vindo aos Estados Unidos tem o de Deus que vem ao seu país eu vi a capital Capitólio quebrando em dois pelo terremoto The house that is housing the Congress and the Senate. E também a, house, a casa que é o Congresso. Congresso e o Parlamento. E Parlamento. também o Parlamento. Uh, I have also seen the Eu... White House shaken and water breaks from under. Eu também vi a Casa Branca ser sacudida e ser abaixo. I have seen the National Cathedral into half. Eu vi a Catedral Nacional colapsar na, na metade, no meio dela. I have also seen the eu também vi aquele monumento de adoração totalmente colapsado em Washington. É o monumento em Washington totalmente quebrado em pequenos pedaços quebrados. Repent USA. Rependa Estados Unidos. Repent America. Arrependa-se América. Take that message to them first. Pegue essa mensagem and tell them that's what I have said. E disse para eles, diga para eles que é isso que eu disse. And then revival come the Lord will bring me. E depois o avivamento virá e o Senhor me viene. Obrigado, obrigado. Severa judgment. Você vai vir um severo julgamento. Severo julgamento. Juízo forte vem. Juízo forte vem. Very severe judgment is coming. Muito juízo vem. In the USA. Nos Estados Unidos. The judgment is coming to the USA. And uh, interesting that this was all um all in Washington, earth, water coming from beneath. Um, and, but, but notice all the things that he said were things that are evil and corrupt within this country. Mm. Um, and then, uh, the Washington monument, which remember the, the, the Washington monument is also known as an obelisk. And there are, uh, other than the, the Egyptian obelisk, which were, um, phallic symbols. Um, there's three, obelisks that are located around the world in all three of our what we call the city states um london washington dc and uh, the holy see also known as the vatican all three of those places bear obelisks and you know so those are the things that um this guy prophesized as uh breaking in half of the earthquake water swallowing them up and crumbling down hmm. Okay, so there's also okay, who is that? Who said that? Um, so so Dale yeah. Dale um, B. Thorpe says that there's also a prophecy from Timothy Dixon concerning the Capitol as well. So I've heard a couple of these things. What I said is I heard this. I always am intrigued by these, but I don't put much validity into them. But I also know that when God speaks to me, He likes to run things. In mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you didn't pay attention. Well, let me give it to you again, again, and again, and then I'm gonna let you flip to the. And I'm going to show you a picture or a video of the obelisk falling and crumbling to the ground, which actually was the movie that we watched the other day, yeah. Olympus Falling. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's, that's how Jesus, I feel like God talks to me is if I'm not listening, he'll make things just completely reoccur to the point where I'm like, all right, I got it, Lord. <laughs> I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's the reason I ended up deciding to play this today. So like, I'd assume the, Obelisk in D.C. is a poured structure, isn't it? What's that? It's not carved from granite, is it? Like the obelisks in Egypt. I don't know what these were carved from. I think um, these were... Well, I don't know what they were carved. What is these are made poured? From. Yeah. I wonder if it's poured. Obviously, if it's poured, it's not going to be as strong. That's what I was asking. I mean, hey, 
nothing stronger than God. God could bring down marble. Oh, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it coming down too. Yeah. To be to be fair. Oh, wait a minute. So yeah, nice. JCOK. I planted the Bards FM on the London Obelisk. You rock. That is That's so awesome. awesome. See, we've got our family all the way over there in the Celtic <laughs> lands that are taking care of us and waving the Bards flags. Um, speaking of the Bards flags, before I go on the prayer, this is really interesting. So um, when I had poisoned myself from eating my dog, well, not eating dog's food, but uh, scooping up the, the iodine food with my hands and got sick. So I was out and we had a knock at the door and it was the FedEx guy. And he comes over and he was like, I saw a Bards FM flag flying in your yard. So he was part of, he's part of Bards Nation. So oh, our, awesome. our local FedEx, um, he, he actually lives uh, in the close city, but our FedEx guy right here in our town is a, is a part of Bards Nation. And, that is and like I said, recognize the Bards flag because I told Scott, I said, we've got two flagpoles. So the top flag, the highest flag that I have flying is a Christian flag. Right underneath that is the American flag. And then my lower pole that I have is Bards, or the Bards of War flag, um, which flies over the Scottish flag. Because I did tell him that uh, Bards Nation would fly higher than the Scottish flag. So, um, so it was pretty awesome that he, he saw that sign. Because he had dropped something off and then noticed the, the, noticed the flag. And then pulled back into the yard and then ended up coming in and having a long yeah, conversation yeah. with living and my mom. <laughs> yeah. He's so nice. He's all, I've been watching Bards for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So that was pretty neat. But to back on the top, you guys have anything that you want to add to anything that we talked tonight before I go on to prayer? I would, um, I would say, um, <laughs> do what we're about to do a whole lot which is pray yes because um a lot of discernment is going to be necessary as we go as night and we tomorrow it all begins tomorrow yeah. it's um it's been that way for a long time but just if you're going to find it if you want to find a starting place for that pick tomorrow morning and use that as your kickoff point yeah and uh start praying for discernment and listen and don't get out of sorts don't get out of sorts with your emotions just stay very even keeled and very reasoned yeah be that calm ship in the storm because people are gonna they're gonna draw to you they're gonna draw to you when you act that way yeah that's the and, key um, we, we got to pull people in not chase them away we've got to unify not divide um okay and then praying together and Conley, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. And I know, you know, we're, I know we're all excited about so we get to hang out, hug each other, you know, yeah. meet who we haven't met yet, see the friends that we haven't seen in a while. Um, but we get a chance to pray together mm -hmm. yeah. and, uh, we're, yeah. you know, talking, you know, upwards of maybe a thousand, I don't know how many people are going to be there total. Um, but a lot of us together in prayer and that's going to be valuable. It's going to be awesome. Um, Livin and I will be getting married on Wednesday. So next Wednesday, so actually we'll, we'll be getting married in less than a week, yeah. um, which is pretty exciting. So we'll be there. And uh, so our covenant with God begins um, right at the, right at the very, that takes place at this Bards Fest. Mm -hmm. yes. So then we'll be moving into the weekend 
and love, prayer, unity, um, and some really phenomenal speakers. So uh, it's going to be pretty awesome, and I, I'm excited. I can't wait to see you guys. Uh, I Like I said, it's funny that I always get to see Conley more out of Texas than I did when I lived in Texas. <laughs> all those years. That's right. Okay. You know, um, That's right. And then John lives literally right down the road, so I get to see him um, often. He, you know, like I said, it's a quick little drive, and he loves to drive, so he's like, let me hop in the Jeep. I'm heading out. Yeah. Right. He's got to get his stomach right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Matt <laughs> to show off our state a little bit. Right. Yeah. Ev wants to know if you're taking her to Bards Fest for your honeymoon. Uh, no, I'm taking her to Dairy Queen Dairy. for our honeymoon. <laughs> there you go. That's love. Every time we pass it, I'm all, oh, hey, there's our honeymoon spot. <laughs> yeah, we're, we, we're, we're going to, yeah, exactly. We're going to Yoder's. We're, Yoder's. we're bringing Steve to Yoder's for our honeymoon. Yeah, we're going to go <laughs> Now we we both decided that um, rather than putting money yes. into an expensive wedding, mm -hmm. rather than putting money into a honeymoon, yes. um, we would just rather invest in our homestead yeah. um, and try mm -hmm. to to get as much as we can going here to help others. Right. If poo hits the fan, um, as well as you know, I think we'll be happy at some point. Um, just taking a little trip to like yes. Boone National Forest and going camping or something like that. Oh I mean, yeah. It, we're, yeah we're not extravagant living people it's yeah. the little things you know it's and, and you know plus i i like spending out time out there with their cursing at the green or trying to build <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's hey, it's we, what we is a honeymoon through. but time spent together yeah. right we made it through making a fire pit together no fighting the coos house i mean no the and now we're working on the greenhouse so we're good yeah exactly so yeah, it's a lot. We haven't um strangled each other. No. Nope. And if if we were ever gonna strangle, it's putting this greenhouse together. <laughs> yeah, that thing's a mess. Yeah, and truth, uh, Kings Island. That sounds awesome. Oh yeah, I got to pass this. I'll go any you want to go. I'll come get you and take you there any day. Oh sweet. You nice. say the word, we are there awesome. riding roller coasters. Someone said something about the gorge. What's a gorge? Red River Gorge is beautiful. Yeah, someone said that we have to do the gorge by the waterfalls. Is there oh, yeah. Waterfalls there? Uh huh. Okay. Someone. That's someone... where I go camping usually and hiking a lot. Okay. So that's my that's my summer getaway place is the Red River Gorge in Danube National Forest. Oh, nice. I was gonna do that one time. Yep, and and Jay Wu, I, I was. We're not gonna have our chicken coos by the time you guys get here, but maybe by next year we'll have our our chickens and our coos. Yes. Yeah, well, we'll have chickens for sure. Yeah, I mean, the problem with the coos is they take a big fence. Yes, they do. Although these are pretty sweet little little animals, and uh, they're very, very friendly. So you'll be, people, huh, look at them walking their coo down the street on a leash <laughs> with their border collies. <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to have a coo, but we'll just have to have a fence first. You know, and their, their coos are hurting their I know Steve. Steve is no, he is he's wanting to send us that rooster. He must be <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so we're excited. We're excited for Barnes this coming up. So we're especially to meet everybody. Like I haven't met, but only one I've met is Conley and John in person. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. Um, and yes, the racers are still there. Are they? Becky. Yeah, coos are tasty, but ours. No, no, no we're, we're not going to have our coos. We're, we'll, we'll have the, we'll have coo milk. 
and uh, but we're not gonna eat them. No. But it's funny that because she calls me, my, my nickname for hers is is Koo, her <laughs> baby, because um, kind of do look like a Koo. <laughs> I'm like a skinny Koo with like a shag beard and and like reddish hair that looks like Koo hair. <laughs> Yeah, they've gone a long way since the racers, guys. They've got Orion now and Diamondback and Mystic Timbers is awesome. Exactly. They get all they yeah, they got 14 coasters, I think, now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, last place, I think the last uh, amusement park that I went to was up in Ohio. Cedar Point or something like that, I believe is what it was. Point one, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Cedar Fair Park too. They got Kings Dominion, Kings Island, Cedar Point. Nice. Well, we will get into some prayer because it's already 12, 16, and they're going to cut me off in like 15 plus minutes. So prayer, most important thing. And uh, I just want to verify there is no uh, Fishers and Men tonight. I don't know when the next one will be, actually, because uh, Scott will be running um, Bards FM. Uh, I'll be running his Bards FM stream on Podbean, Rumble, Clout Hub. Um, that'll be through the next week, but we're going to be busy Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and everything's setting up. So I'm not sure, but I'm sure Scott will find some time to at least get some shows in there. In the meantime, we will be doing at the very least Monday show next week, possibly Tuesday, depending on what the timing is. And then we will be tied up um, yes. for the rest of the week doing the Bards Fest thing. But you guys will have a place to go. Um, like I said, Rumble, Clout Hub, and uh, Pod Podbean as well. Yeah. And I think I'm going to be doing the same thing I did last time, right? With the streaming and letting everybody know when we're coming on and off. Yeah. Yeah. Living will be our, our, our yeah. stream guide again. So she will um, definitely be there. I'm um, just kind of keeping everybody up to date for those of you that can't make it to this event as yeah. to when the timing is, who the speakers are going to be and so forth like that. So she'll have that information as well. And then I'll have, uh, I think Jay Wu is going to be one of my, uh, one of my partners and, uh, um, Actually, Fisher is going to be um, with me as well, Sarah as well. So we'll have a nice little crew. Um, and then I know they're going to go help Conley as well because everybody loves spending time with Conley. I don't blame them. I'm going to go hang out <laughs> because he has the food. He's going to be running the grill. I'll spend time with him. Yeah. Conley's like, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> you just take care of the onions. It's onions. just going to be a s'more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fun. Exactly. So if everybody would please bow your heads, we will get into a little prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another day. Thank you for blessing us and giving us these opportunities to come together every single night. Dear Lord, I ask as we get closer to Bard's Fest, we understand things are going to get chaotic, but dear Lord, just let everybody get to Flemingsburg, um, Kentucky as safely as they possibly can. Let them, well, let's all be safe while we're there so we can utilize this revival time, dear Lord, just to pray and just perform a little spiritual warfare and lighten ourselves, dear Lord. Um, give us some time to repent, give us time to be baptized. If we haven't been baptized, um, sharing the union, um, that we're going to have in our marriage and, uh, and then praying because we're going to need to come together in prayer. And this is father. We get to see family, friends, it's just going to be a wonderful experience that you have just blessed us with your Lord. And, uh, I don't feel like anything's going to go wrong because everything for this event came together in a in a new location and that was all because of you father um even the area that we're living father i thought that it was just going to be a place for my future to move and live out our lives with my mom taking care of her and ended up being so much more than that ended up being a place where we're going to be building a little prayer hub right here in the middle of our country and father I you so much you've taken my life and turned it around in some amazing ways you took a wretch and you 
turned me into a true believer, someone with faith that I'm building every day. And I thank all the people that you put into my life, dear Lord. Um, the people like Conley and and John that come to our shows and Jeff and all the people right here, my my future wife, that we help each other to become better, to build our faith, dear Lord. And we help them in return. This is a mutual thing, dear Lord. We give and we take back and forth to each other as your children. Dear Lord, please give us the love and discernment and the strength and the courage and everything that we're going to need walking into this future battle. I know things are going to get rough, Father, and you've given us little hints as to what we need to watch out for. And although we don't know exactly how it's going to play out, we do know what to look for. So I ask that you just give us everything that we need in our, our tool belt, dear Lord, our holy and heavenly and spiritual tool belt, and let us learn how to use these things in order to wake up other people. Father, the last thing we want to do is battle or go into a war, throw rocks or pull those swords, dear Lord. But if the date comes, let us not hesitate. Let us be certain, dear Lord, that it is in your will and not our will. Dear Lord, let us spend our time spreading information, spreading faith gospel from nation to nation, just like you asked us to, dear Lord, so that we can not only strengthen our own faith, dear Lord, as we become more comfortable with verses in Scripture, Wake up those people, dear Lord, that we call lukewarm. And more importantly, dear Lord, wake up those people that don't not quite yet know you. Dear Lord, I know there's a day where everybody falls to their knees and recognizes that you are real, but the devil's doing everything right now to convince you that you're everything but real, that you are just another story and another fake history book, dear Lord, or another movie, dear Lord. But we know that you are the kingdom. You are everything that we need. You are our salvation. You are the creator of all creations, dear Lord, including Satan. And you have complete control. And everything that's going on right now, you are allowing to happen, dear Lord. Dear Lord, we spent this week um, listening to what you had to say and talking about the questionable people and events that you've talked about in Scripture that have happened throughout history that really line up to exactly what we're going through right here today, dear Lord. And it just makes it more real than has been so i thank you for speaking to us and allow us to have these conversations acclimate ourselves with that living word dear lord it's the only word that we need on this earth dear lord if any other books world get destroyed don't let it be scripture let us give our lives for this bible dear lord so that that word never dies but if they burn every book in this world dear lord let us have that living word in our hearts dear lord. we can always spread it to our children Dear Lord, let us not only protect innocence in those children and give them a life that they should have had, dear Lord, but let them start off their lives knowing who you are. Let them be filled with your love and your mercy, dear Lord. Let us never forget about the elders too, dear Lord, as they have that wisdom. They've lived a different life than we have, and they understand things that we don't. They have a lot of wisdom that they can pass down to other generations, which are just now coming up, dear Lord, as examples of what we're going through now as compared to what things were then. Dear Lord, history repeats itself. Nothing new under the sun, as you said, see in that. So, dear Lord, let us take the lessons of old and apply them to what we're dealing today. Lessons of old to make us stronger in our faith today and to understand how we need to fight this evil that we're dealing with. But, dear Lord, I know all in all how this book ends. And you promised us that your son Christ was going to come back and this world would be a place that we'd want to live in again. You would bring us home to heaven, dear Lord, or bring heaven to earth, but you would put the devil in captivity within the pits of hell for eternity, dear Lord, and we're waiting for that time. Let us be patient as we wait, dear Lord. Let us have the same patience with others as you had with us so that we can 
Never forget that even the coldest heart can be warm, dear Lord, with your love. We can change this world, dear Lord, if we unify and not divide. But dear, once again, thank you for all that you bless us with. Thank you for the big things, the little things. Dear Lord, don't let us miss a day without praying and thank what you've given us and repenting, dear Lord, for the things that we've done wrong as we become better and better people each and every single day. Let us be there on that narrow path to lift one another up if we fall, as one day they will be there to lift us up as we fall. But dear Lord, thank you for bringing us together as this beautiful family was all washed in your blood, dear Lord. We come together, we strengthen each other, we pray together, and this is how we win this war. We love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus, our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, once again, happy birthday, John. Um, happy birthday. Thank you for happy another birthday. Thursday. Um, Conley, thank you for another one of the week that you join us. <laughs> You're welcome. Today's been a, today was longer, long today, like it was just last Oh, time. I know, man. You, I know you, you're, uh, I know you're, you're like this week running four hours a day and yeah, coming on to this time. show, man. And I, I certainly appreciate it. I love you both. And I'm very, very thankful. And lady over here next to me, you know, I love, love you. <laughs> so, um, we will get to gather and I'm so excited to be able to see all of you guys in just another week. Actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. I know some of you guys are going to be arriving on Monday and Tuesday. So we'll definitely see some of you then mm -hmm. most definitely see you on Wednesday, Thursday, um, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'll be stuck in a little nook on the side of the stage. So every now and then I'll, I'll just wave. You guys will see my hand pop out from the side of the stage, <laughs> but um, I do want to, Thank all of you for joining us and all that you contribute. Um, you guys are amazing. Like I said, the very um, loving, open-minded, so we can carry on these conversations because there's little that we know. Unfortunately, everything that we need to know is within that heavenly book that we talk about nightly, and uh, we just need to focus on that. But we also need to be aware of what's happening in this world because we do need to inform people, wake people up, show them those signs and the wonders that God talked about so that they have that chance of finding that relationship with God that we did. Um, getting them prepared, food, water, shelter, getting out of those cities. These are the things that we need to focus on so that we can help other people. It's not about helping ourselves. It's about helping everybody, even those that turn their backs on us, even those that have called us nasty names, even those that curse at us, even the Fagalas that, that uh, Conley still talks to every day, his buddies. That, uh, like <laughs> yeah. I said, guys, we're forgiving. We're Christians. We, we give everything and everyone's heart can be changed around if God is involved. So don't ever forget that. Never stop praying, even for the worst of the worst of our enemies, like Pelosi. And I'm always going to go to Pelosi because she's like evil. But guys, I love you all very, very much. I thank you so much for joining us for Kilted Christian episode 459, MSM Liars Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow. I believe we're going to be talking about Cyrus tomorrow. Um, so cut the carry on with the topic that we've been going through this week. And uh, let me see what time it is now. I will give you at least two to three songs after we finish this or until I am booted off of Podbean. <laughs> but in the meantime, Conley, I love you. Um, John, I love you. You guys are welcome to hang out or you're welcome to two in the two as two I listen the to the music. But God bless you both and thank you for joining us this evening. And as for you guys, I love you all. And I leave you with this. Friends and family, don't ever forget that when the devil and our enemies find us on our knees, assuming that we've been defeated, that we're actually in prayer, which is the greatest sword in our armory. And the real war is just about to begin. I want to thank everybody for joining us for another episode of The Kilted Christian, which is the second show in the Bards block of Bards Nation Network. 
Don't forget to go watch Fishers of Men tonight and every night at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And just like an old radiation, we sign out with the national anthem. So proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the red ones we watched were so gallantly. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does love y'all very very much there's nowhere i can send you so i'm gonna play about songs and punky just to let you know there is a point after you turn 40 where you forget how old you are it doesn't really matter so uh you're good to go and you're almost there but guys i love you very very much and once again remember this unify not divide we know how this book ends and that's god wins so stay with each other on praying spread that gospel from nation to nation do everything that you can to stand together we're going to get through this just fine i love you all i'm going to play uh, as many songs as i can get probably about three minutes worth of songs before they boot me off of here if i disappear before podveen hates me guys i love you very very much have a beautiful night and god bless
wraps around me, rest my soul to sleep at ease. I succeed from a day when our world is stayed with love and with laughter and when from the sky. Shining streets of white gold. I hope you realize this is where you belong. I hope you will come alive. Freedom open your homes and take me down to the river, take me down to the sea. To the lailing wings of love will carry me. I want to feel arms round me of each moment that I breathe. Let your love surround me. My soul to sleep at ease. And if your heart still holds on to the pain, well, you can always return now. Cause there's no need to to the strain. So take me down to the river, take me down to the sea. To the land of healing, wings of love will carry me. I want to feel your arms round me of each moment that I breathe. Let your love surround me, bless my soul to sleep
places I go family have an absolutely beautiful night running out of time so we'll be back tomorrow evening for kilted christian episode 460 we discussing cyrus so it's going to be a great conversation i hope to see you all there but have a beautiful night have a safe day tomorrow enjoy the rest of your week which is uh, ending tomorrow and then we'll be seeing you guys next week for sure kind of excited have a beautiful night love you all very much and god bless